In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Come, Holy Ghost, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth the Holy Ghost upon us, and we shall be created. And thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Amen. St. Teresa of Avila, pray for us. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Physician, heal thyself. This is the paradigmatic statement when applied to the soul of the apostle in the interior life. Interior life begets interior life, and yet you cannot give that which we, you do not have. Without Christ as the life of our soul, all of our good works will be fruitless, and it will not lead to the salvation of souls. Do we really believe that? I think it's easy to give lip service to that, but really actually thinking there are grave consequences for not living that reality. Not just for myself, but for others. Further on in this gospel, our Lord says, Amen, I say to you that no prophet is accepted in his own country. In order to live the interior life, just about everyone in the world today has to reject someone in their family, or they have to accept being rejected, rather, by someone in their family because of their, quote-unquote, obstinacy to the gospel. That they are obstinately holding to the gospel. That's what the world sees us as, is we're just stubbornly holding to these old traditional ideas that are medieval and superstitious and and anachronistic. We have to accept that purgation of vanity and that desire for affection from others. Our Lord is rejected by his own. And oftentimes, I think there are a lot of people whose mission is stifled. And I mean their mission as far as becoming holy and as far as emanating grace. doesn't mean that they have to go and do some great work in the eyes of the world. Though often, sadly, sometimes we may be called to that. I mean that that whole inertia of fully giving themselves to God is stifled, handled, and maybe completely cast out because of this concern that, oh, this isn't what is normal at home. Whether it mean literally with your own family, your immediate family, or your friends, or your old way of life, your country, whatever it is, usually you have to step out of that status quo big time to start living a devout life. It should feel like that often. And over time, there grows a stability with, and, and strength with accepting that. But there should be a sense that you are a disciple of Christ and not of the world. And there's a stark contrast. And our Lord says you cannot have two masters. You either serve the one and despise the other or hate the one and um, cling to the other. So, have you healed yourself? 
insofar as you're living out the interior life and you're living out presence of God and you're living out mortification and you are living an ordered life and you're striving for virtue and you've cast aside mediocrity and lukewarmness and your pride to begin embarking upon the path of perfection. Or you're trying to straddle the fence thinking that you can put yourself out there as a good Catholic, not realizing the great, tremendous difference between being a good Catholic and being a devout one. And if you're stuck, concerned with what other people think, and that's holding you back from striving for sanctity, and I don't mean just like grave morals, I mean, people are going to think you're weird. That's what I mean. Most people listening, that's what it's going to be for you. People are going to think you're weird because you're serious about even small things. You will not budge on a venial sin. You're not going to laugh at an obscene joke. You might even call it out if it's appropriate for you to do so. You will... Say, praise be his name if you hear someone blaspheme our Lord. You won't watch movies that are offensive to God. You're going to prioritize having order and routine, having structure in your life, prayer times. Your conversation is going to become more and more about what you're interested in, and what you're interested in is the spiritual life and the saints and the faith and our Lord, and that's what's going to start filling up your conversation more and more. Not in a forced way, in an organic way. You like talking about things that you like. Think about when you're a kid. That's just human nature. Your taste buds, so to speak, your spiritual taste buds are going to develop more and more and orient themselves toward these spiritual goods. Don't be afraid of being rejected by your own home, so to speak, your old ways. This is just a short life and it's temporary. See with the eyes of faith.